Let's move on to our third and main topic today. And our third and final topic today gets submitted to us by Clubber T. Lang, still recovering from that defeat at the hands of Rocky Balboa in Rocky Three. And Clubber T. Lang writes, With the return of Alfred Molina and Jamie Foxx, two villains from different Spidey franchises, and the expected return of Tobey Maguire and Andrew Garfield and their respective love interests, Mary Jane and Gwen Stacy, plus Doctor Strange, can we now finally say it? Are we going to see a live-action Spider-Verse? And do you think this will be handled in a gimmicky way like Arrowverse or perfectly like Into the Spider-Verse? Thanks and love the documentary. Oh, thank you so much for that, Clubber, and thanks for checking out the documentary. So, yeah, listen, this has been crazy. Yesterday, of course, we found out while we were in the final third of the show News broke on The Hollywood Reporter that Alfred Molina, who played one of the greatest on-screen villains in comic book movie history, Doc Ock, in Spider-Man 2, a comic book movie that for a number of years was kind of considered to be the best comic book movie ever, up to a point, uh, was indeed going to be coming back to reprising his role as Doc Ock. Now, what I said on the show yesterday was like, well, then it's just a matter of time until we find out Andrew Garfield and uh, Tobey Maguire coming back. Because look, now we've got Jamie Foxx who represents the Andrew Garfield era of Spider-Man. Now we've got Alfred Molina, who represents the Tobey Maguire era of Spider-Man. And we already know we got Tom Holland, who represents the Tom Holland era of Spider-Man. It is now probably just a matter of time until we get it all confirmed that Andrew Garfield and Tobey Maguire are this. Now, one of the reasons this is so remarkable is because, you know, for somebody like me, For a long time, and we, the last eight months have changed a lot of things, but for a long time, I would have thought something like this would be a ridiculous idea. It'll never happen. And then a couple of months ago, uh, the topic kind of came up again a few months ago. And, you know, about whether or not we will actually see Andrew Garfield and Tobey Maguire showing up. And this is what I said a few months ago uh, here on the John Campy Show about that. Check this out. I have my doubts and I have my reservations, but having doubts and having reservations is a far cry from that other world we lived in not long ago where I would have thought it was preposterous to believe that Andrew Garfield and Tommy McGuire preposterous, like completely unthinkable, completely unbelievable, completely preposterous to today where it's just, well, I have my doubts and I do. I have my doubts that this is true, but you can't deny because listen, I'll tell you straight up. I find it, let's say neither were true right now. If neither were true right now, I would tell you that I personally believe that Andrew Garfield and Tobey Maguire coming back for Spider-Man 3 is more believable than Jamie Foxx coming back as Electro. Like if we had heard no news about either of these things and none of these things, forget everything we've heard about either of those stories for the last couple of weeks. Take that all away. If you were just to come to me cold right now and say, which is more believable to you, Andrew Garfield and Tobey Maguire back in Spider-Man or Jamie Foxx as Electro? I would say, well, uh, I mean, (laughs) Maguire and Garfield is far more likely. And yet here we are. Fox is back as Electro. So I have my doubts. 
If I had to bet $5 on it, I would bet it's not happening. But I wouldn't bet $10 because it is far more feasible today to be real than it ever was. And to me, the only thing, the only thing to me that this story about the Sony rep talking to Entertainment Tonight and saying it's debunked the story, the only thing this really told me was that as of right now, Sony is not saying it's true. As of right now. Maybe they could. That was uh, a few months ago. And obviously here we are. Now I finished that show. Now remember the first reports about Garfield and, uh, and McGuire coming back for a next Spider-Man actually first surfaced probably about nine or 10 months ago. I mean, there was fan theorizing long before that, but the first kind of real rumblings was about nine or 10 months ago. And, and at that time, this is kind of right at the beginning of the pandemic. I'm like, Pasha, Pasha, Rob, give me a break. But then a few months later, as we got into the pandemic and all sorts of craziness started to happen and we, and Jamie Foxx is coming back as electoral, all that kind of stuff. Even I had to start going, you know what it's, well, Garfield and McGuire coming back is more believable than Jamie Foxx coming back and Jamie Foxx is back. And now here we are. So Rob, this is interesting. At the conclusion of my show yesterday, um, at, this happens to me sometimes. I have certain people that watch this show and at the conclusion of my show yesterday, I had a text message waiting for me from a particular somebody who said, oh yeah, it's, it's, they're, they're in it. Like, and, and this was from somebody who'd be relatively in the know. I, I don't know if I 100% take it, but they're like, I had this text message waiting for me saying, oh yeah, they're, they're in it. Um, we have heard stories, Rob, of people who are on set of the movie saying, yeah, yeah, they're, they're, they've been here. Uh, they're, they're on the set. So it looks like, but it should be important to point out here, Rob. And this is an important caution for all of us. While there's a lot of stuff around us to support this at Andrew Garfield and McGuire back, we do need to take it with a grain of salt for now that Sony has not confirmed this. Neither Sony nor Disney as of right now have officially confirmed this. Let's be very clear about that. It's coming from a lot of various places that I trust, like a lot of places that I trust. But as of right now, it's important for us to keep in mind it's not confirmed. One of the things being whispered, though, and, and talked about is if they are in it, what kind of role will they have? Because, Rob, there's a story going around right now. Uh, that also, that like McGuire signed or sorry, that Garfield is signed on, but McGuire is still kind of in negotiations. You know, there's there's that sort of stuff has been going on. OK, let's let's step for a second into the Campia classroom just for a second here. So what are the Garfield and, and McGuire possibilities? Uh, possibility number one, not in it at all. I mean, that, that's that's still one of the possibilities. I think this is, un, at this point, it looks like that's unlikely. But we have, to, until Sony and, and Disney come out and officially say something, number one, they're not in it at all. Number two, small roles. Uh, this, is, this is feasible. Listen, if this the word going around right now that McGuire hasn't officially signed on yet and the movie's already started shooting. This to me sounds ridiculous because if you have Tobey Maguire's Spider-Man in your script, you don't start shooting a movie if you don't know Tobey Maguire is going to be in it. Right. Like that's, that's just ridiculous. That is utterly ridiculous. It's like them starting to shoot Matrix 4 and they still haven't figured out if Keanu Reeves is coming back or not. You mean Neo's not in the script? Oh no, Neo's in the entire script. 
but you haven't signed Keanu Reeves yet. No, nope, but uh, we'll show. I mean, that's just ridiculous to me. So it is possible that maybe they're in the script and they're just in it in very, very small roles, right? The other one is their main characters. I don't, I, I, I can't, I don't buy that they're going to be main characters. There's just, for, for them to be main characters just means they would have had to been on set far too much for it to have been able to be kept even remotely secret because this movie's been shooting for a while already. So it's possible though that their main characters more likely is small roles. My guess here is the small roles part that they're going to pop up for a few scenes. It's going to be interconnected in some sort of way. Just like I don't think Jamie Foxx is going to be like the main villain in this thing. Just like I don't think... Um, uh, I don't think Alfred Molina is going to be in 45 minutes of the movie, um, all that sort of things. I do think it's going to be uh, smaller doses, but we'll see. Uh, number one could still be a possibility. Maybe they're not in it at all. So that brings up then the question, is this a good idea at all? Because Clever Lang brought up a, a great illustration to the point. This can go one of two ways. It can go Spider-Man into the Spider-Verse, which was great. Or it could go the CW Crisis on Infinite Earth, Earths, which was a hot mess and completely stupid. CW's Crisis on Infinite Earths took all these. It's like Tom Welling is back. Yeah, but it was for a pointless scene that had nothing to do with the overall story, really. And it was just, hi, everybody. I'm Tom Welling. Remember me? I used to be Superman. And then he was gone. And while I love Tom Ellis's uh, Lucifer, it's one of my favorite shows on TV. And while it was extremely exciting to see that him popping up, it ultimately was pointless. It's like, hi, everybody. I'm Tom Ellis from TV's Lucifer. Recognize me? Okay, bye. And, and then he was gone. Uh, even the the Ezra, you know, woman choker Miller, he, he popped up, which was really cool. I mean, amazing seeing the two flashes there. But ultimately, it didn't impact the story at all. It was just, hey, everybody, I'm Ezra Miller. Remember me? I played uh, I played Flash in Justice League. Remember that? Okay, bye. So then you've got the Spider-Man into the Spider-Verse approach, Rob, which was let's make each of these characters important. Let's have their presence be a part of the overall story. Let's actually give them some meaningful things to do in the story itself. Each one of them imparts some sort of wisdom to the young aspiring Spider-Man and Miles Morales. You know, they each had their role to play and they were each important to the story. My fear, and it's just a fear, my fear is that it's going to go the CW route. It's like, hey, you know what the kiddies will love? Put Tobey Maguire back in it and, and put, you know, put Garfield. What are they going to do? Who cares? People just get excited that they're there. That's my fear. And it turns out as schlocky and sticky and dumb like CW's crisis event was. <laughs> but this is Kevin Feige. Um, he's never failed us yet. At least not on any grand scale like this would be. I got to believe if he's going to do it, and obviously Sony is, is spearheading this as well. I got to believe if Kevin Feige agrees to it, he's got to believe he's got something in mind that's going to make this click and make this work. Um, I, I, it, it doesn't make me think that they're going to be big major characters in it, but their presence will have meaning to the film. So I don't know, Rob, let, let me throw it over to you. Let's start with the most basic question. Sony, Marvel have not confirmed 
that these two guys are in it yet, although a lot of other places have, but the, the two more important ones haven't. So the most basic question is, do you think when we see Spider-Man 3, we're going to see Andrew Garfield and Tobey Maguire in it? And then number two, how do you think they're going to be used? How, how do you see Kevin Feige using them if they are indeed in it? <clears throat> well, uh, you know, I keep going back to Kevin Feige's love of Star Trek, to be honest. And the final episode of The Next Generation, of which he adores, all good things, has three different enterprises in three different time frames having to come together to solve, well, a, a galaxy-ending problem, a universe-ending problem. And you kind of see these three different enterprises in three different time periods. I'll bet you that it's something along those lines, that there is some kind of whatever this multiverse of madness is, and I do believe that Whatever's going on plays into the Doctor Strange film and has something to do with WandaVision. That these three Spider-Men must team up to put a cork in whatever rip in the space-time continuum there is. And I think as a, as a function of whatever this rip is, that's where you're going to see these villains escape. By the way, John, I got one for you. Oh, Over or under 50%? Venom makes an appearance in this movie. It's going to go there a little bit later. Uh, damn, you had to put it right at 50, huh? I let, Let's put it this way. Six months ago, I would say 10%. Today, and I think I did say 10% at some point like six months ago. Today, I'll take under 50, but I'm up to around the... 35 40 percent well, mark today you, you, so yeah you know, if you, there's three villains right i mean there's three there's three spider-men there's i think that we have not seen venom in a spider-man movie yes we and have may, maybe well tougher yes. grace uh, Come okay, on. i know we want to forget about that movie rob we don't say we haven't seen venom in a, a spider-man movie the tom hardy iteration of the character Th this is true pardon me I stand corrected. Yes. <laughs> and I, I, there's also a possibility maybe Morbius, you know, because both of these movies were supposed to be out already. Yep. So. Yes, they are. The, the idea and all, you know, I, I would imagine that they're not going to play big parts, but I'll bet we'll see like significant scenes. It's not going to be like a walk on. We're going to see these three Spider-Men interacting and they're going to have to do something collectively to solve a problem. And each one is going to play a part. And I think the same is true of whatever villains are in the movie. They're going to be doing something. So it's not like they're going to swing on by. We're going to see significant action scenes involving Electro and Doc Ock. They're probably I mean, I would imagine this comes as a result of some conflagration that happens you know, after act two, or it's leading up to a point where the third act of the movie is where everything gets insane. I don't think we're going to have three Spider-Men running around the entire movie and interacting. I think that reality is going to tear open. And, and I think it's like, I've always thought that the, the, the homecoming and then far from home, the next movie is going to have home in the title. And it's going to be about coming back and being your friendly neighborhood Spider-Man protecting the neighborhood. And his neighborhood is going to be the, epicenter of whatever this reality is that tears open so literally instead of being in europe or all of downtown new york it's his neighborhood that is going to be destroyed or maybe the world will be consumed by it but the epicenter is going to be in his friendly neighborhood 
and and it's going to be this. I, that's what I think is going to happen. And 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 by the end, he will have literally saved the, his neighborhood. He's a friendly neighborhood Spider-Man. That's what's going to happen. Something along those lines. Whatever reality has to be protected in his little neck of the woods is going to be the epicenter of that. And that's what I think is going to happen. And when when reality is restored, if it is restored, uh, he will he will be uh, in exalted status, and he will truly be your friendly neighborhood Spider-Man, which he's going to say at some point in the movie. But that's what I think is going to happen. Will he pull a Captain America? Say, "I'm your friendly neighborhood Spider-Man." Will Will he do it like that? That's no. what, okay. Let's Let's go though around to to what you were talking about a second ago, which is going to be kind of part three of this conversation, which is Venom and Morbius. Have right. are kind of like elephants in the room at this point. Like we've talked in months past about the implications and the possibilities and maybe the likelihoods of seeing, you know, Tom uh, Tom Hardy's Venom pop up in there. Of course, that would be your fourth hero figure because, of course, in the movies here, he's a protagonist as opposed right. to an antagonist. So that plays into it. But you raise a really important point, Rob, which is Venom and Morbius were supposed to have been in theaters already. Yep. So, so were the Eternals. And yeah, and so was the Eternals at that point. But I, I, Eternals feels more like it's going to be on its own its own sort of thing. So I feel like them moving that. But but they're really I think there was a reason why these movies were going to be theatrical before Spider-Man 3. And, you know, I loved Venom. I I, un, I am an unashamed, huge fan of the Venom movie. I had a really good time with it. The Morbius trailer to me was way better than I thought it had any business being. I really enjoyed the trailer a lot. And so I've been looking forward to this stuff. Now, Rob, you posed the question to me, but let me throw it back at you here. Uh, over, under, let, let me even set it, make it a little tougher for you. Let me say over, under 55%. What are the chances we see either, not both, but either Morbius or Venom in uh, in this upcoming Spider-Man movie? Oh, I'm going to go over 25%. No, 55. I said 55. Oh, oh 55. Even I would go over 25. I go over 25 Ooh, as well. 55, 55. Mm, 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 mm. For Venom, I'm going to go over. I'm going to go okay. over 55, John. I'm going to go over 55. I don't think Morbius... But I'm going to go over 55 for Venom. Yeah, it's it's hard. It's hard to. I'm I'm still going to take the under, but it's hard to it's hard to go against it too much. I mean, there there are other movie pundits who shall remain nameless today, who are reporting that uh, Charlie Cox is going to show up as a lawyer as Matt Murdock. Yeah, I in this movie. You you know you know my thing about that none that's coming from one source that is an unproven source, and if no, it's no, real, there's somebody who's confirming it. That, Are, that something, been, okay, well, yeah. we'll see. We'll see. Because you know my attitude, right? My attitude is if it's real, the real news sites will catch, will will report yes. it as well. So if it's real, because that's the thing that we often have around here is that like every day there's literally 50 to 100 of these little buzz stories and 99.9% of them end up to be completely fake. But some of them are about popular subjects. So people get really excited about them and then they turn out to go nowhere. But when there's a real one, at some point in the coming days, one of the real sites, uh, Hollywood Reporter, Variety, Deadline, will pick up on it. And at that point, it's worth talking about. At Can that point, say, it's worth talking about. Doesn't it suck that we know this? Wouldn't you rather, John, go into this movie <laughs> and not know any of this? 
like this thirst for information to me i'm just thinking i keep i can't help myself i stayed relatively spoiler free for both infinity war and endgame and and that was the first time i'd consciously done that in a long long time and i was all the better for it i had so much fun with the discovery of the those movies as they went along if all of this is true i really wish that we didn't know about it and i could go in cold i mean but sure but that happens all the time with with tons of movies right like we find out so and so is going to play so and so in a movie and then it's all that but it's part of the reality of the world we live in like there used to be a day where that could happen but we live in a world where every single one of us let's pretend this is a phone every single one of us walk around with a global audio visual communications device i know and um i wish i I didn't the fact that they were able to keep JK relatively quiet for his appearance at the end of Spider-Man uh, home or far from home. Right. But then again, that was a tiny little thing. He went in to shoot for an hour by himself in this little studio. How you could possibly have Andrew Garfield or, or Tobey Maguire or whoever on set of a movie and not have that get out. That becomes uh, more problematic, but it's, it's it's the yin and yang of this era we live in, Rob, because on one hand, we've got a lot of people who always say, and, and I, I empathize with this, man, I wish we didn't know about any of this. I know. But at the exact same time, this same audience, which we are all guilty of, this exact same audience that says, I wish we didn't know any of this, this exact same audience will be the first ones to scour the internet for any little bit of information that they can find. And that's the duality of what we are as fans today. We we want to know nothing, but we want to know everything. And it's uh, it's kind of crazy the way we are that way. But anyway, guys, question is, what do you think is going to happen here? We haven't heard Marvel or Disney confirm that these two guys are going to be in this movie, although there's a lot of compelling evidence around that it is. So what do you think is going to happen? Are they going to be in it? If so, do you think it's going to be big role, small role, important role, inconsequential? Because remember, it can be big and inconsequential. It can also be a small role with very important consequences with their involvement. What do you think is going to happen here? Jump into the comments section below and let us know your thoughts. All right, guys.